in 2023, we rescued a beagle hound mix. And here's my first thoughts that came to mind. I'm never going to be able to decorate. I'm never going to be able to have coffee, eat, shower, cook. And life as I knew it seemed to be over. I know that seems pretty dramatic, but I think it's actually a sentiment that so many of my newborn families may feel. But man, is it tough when you are in that season. And in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my journey from my fears to the cheers as I have been navigating the journey, not only raising humans, also hounds. In our most sleep-deprived moments, our children will teach us exactly what we need in order to learn and grow into who we were created to be. These are the loving lessons we will learn whether we were wanting to or not. I'm Irene Gooch, your sleep coach, and I'm on mission to educate parents on how to help their young children sleep. Welcome to the journey. Hello and happy new year. Whenever you are listening to this podcast, I just want to say happy new year. I'm coming to you in 2024. Um, And I had a much needed break because we were transitioning in life, going from a family of four doing life like we knew it, to a family of four with a dog. And um, I'm going to tell you, it was not what I had expected. There was definitely a mismatch of what was happening in my head when the vision I had as a dog owner and the reality of what was taking place was not jiving. So here's the thing. I am postpartum doula. I'm a sleep coach. I talk to parents about all kinds of things, hard things, emotional things. Um, A lot of times, like we're talking about things like breast milk and leaking boobs and vaginal discharge and bleeding and hemorrhoids, like just to name a few things. We are talking about hard things, but I don't know that I've ever heard any hard stories about dogs. And at the beginning of December, we adopted this little beagle hound mix. And if you are listening to this, I'm going to encourage you to check out the blog post. You can see a picture of our new family member, Scout. Um, And he was jumping on my back. He was drinking water out of the Christmas tree. He was grabbing the tree skirt, running around kind of like crazy person. I kind of figured, okay, like this is day one. He's scared. He's nervous you know, okay. And so my husband and my son who have wanted a dog and had experience with dogs, like really wanted this to happen. And were kind of helping me navigate and understand all the things that were going on. But I was like, oh my gosh, I have zero dog knowledge at this point because we had made the decision that we were going to get a dog because my youngest son really, really wanted a dog. And we had said yes except I thought it was going to happen in 2024. I didn't know it was going to happen in 2023 when I was in a busy season, stress before the holidays, all the things were happening. And so it just was not the ideal and convenient time. And that's so true of our children, right? Like they're not coming to us during an ideal or convenient time. I don't know that there ever is one. And so sometimes recognizing that can be part of the process. And so as much as I had this vision and plan for our new furry friend in 2024, God had other plans for me. And so that first day was a little bit rough. 
was a little uncertain. The second day was better. And so I will share with you that my youngest son helped me learn about dog walking skills. I was working on my leash skills, all these kinds of things. And um, we were kind of getting the hang of it. And I was like, okay, this might not be so bad. Now I have an accountability partner. This is going to be good. However, I have to just share a little bit of a backstory with you. Now, if we've worked together and I've supported you, and if you have a dog, you probably know that I have been afraid of dogs majority part of my life. So my backstory is like there was like a chihuahua at my grandma's house. She jumped on me when I was little, and that was the end of that. So I would do everything in my power to avoid dogs at any given moment. And so I just had a fear of dog, and I actually never believed that I would be a dog owner. Um, And so I was like, yeah, I'm never having a dog. Little did I know, never should you say never. And when I was pregnant, I, of course, continued to have this fear of animals and dogs around me, Um, even with my in-laws who had dogs around. But like, I just didn't know at that time that I was sharing that fear with my baby in utero. And so now as a doula and sleep coach, like we kind of know and understand this about our child's development. I had no idea at the time that I would actually be transferring my fears over to my son. But I will share with you that when my oldest son was born, I decided I didn't want him to be afraid like I was. So I decided I was going to start practicing and working on it. So I can remember when he was a toddler and preschooler and we'd go up to a dog and I would really be really super nervous. But he would try and attempt to engage with the dogs, a little bit cautious, but he was open to it. And he actually really enjoyed animals. But I, of course, was still a little bit fearful. I think what's really fascinating is that my second son does not have any kind of fear or hesitation. And I think because when I was pregnant with him, I was already practicing this opportunity of like not being afraid of dogs and sharing that with him in utero. So it's just interesting to see how my boys both attend to things a little bit differently. And sometimes as parents, we don't realize that we're mirroring and sharing that energy with our little ones. And so what's interesting is my youngest pretty much came out loving animals right from the beginning. And even when he was a preschooler, I'm going to share the little picture of him. He rescued a kitty cat in his fire truck. So you can check out the picture in the blog post. But he had this imagination and love for animals right from the beginning. And so it was just amazing to kind of watch that unfold along the journey. So if you're listening to this, be sure to check out the blog post to see the pictures So you can see all of our furry friends and the imagination happening. So I have this fear of animals, but I'm going into homes doing sleep coaching work. So through the years, I've had the pleasure of working with many more families that had dog friends that I got to know along the way. Um, So all my dog loving friends have influenced me and helped me practice this skill, becoming the calm, confident pack leader. Uh, But one little friend in particular. He's my Doberman friend, and you can see a picture of us sitting together. Um, One of the things, I was coming to the family to help them with their newborn son, 
But one of the things I didn't realize that was going to happen for me is the family had said, like, we have a Doberman. Are you okay with that? And I was like, um, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Not quite sure what that was really going to look like. Because in my head, the story I was telling myself, was like, man, Dobermans are fierce. And I've heard Dobermans bark before. And I don't know about this. But I remember dad giving me some tips and coaching me through the process of like, just come on in. Don't give him any attention and you'll be fine. I was like, okay. And sure enough, like I just did that. And here I thought I was ignoring him, but I was finding that calm confidence inside of me to just be okay with it. And it was an interesting, amazing story that over time, my little Doberman friend and I just started getting along. And I looked forward to my times being with him and not being afraid all of the time. So it's been this ongoing journey of overcoming fears. And I think that sometimes when we think about the things we do as parents, we don't realize the fears that sometimes we have. And it was confronting that fear that allowed me to embrace the freedom on the other side. And a lot of times I think about this so much with sleep training. A lot of times parents can feel very stressed and overwhelmed by just the thought of sleep training their little one and or thinking about their little one crying because it can bring up all kinds of emotions, all kinds of thoughts that sometimes are not always true. And so being able to confront my fears allowed me to embrace the freedom on the other side. And that was an amazing feeling, especially working with my Doberman friend and their family. It was just a really awesome experience and one that I'm super proud of and so glad that I was able to get picture with my friend because you know what? It really truly was a huge step for me so many years later in overcoming that fear. So back to my little friend Scout here in our house. On the third day here, it was the toughest. I really thought we had made the biggest mistake bringing him in. And I was almost in tears. And I think the whole time I didn't realize like I was suppressing some of these fears. I was feeling very sad. I was getting filled with rage and frustration and disappointment because I was like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to be able to decorate? How am I ever going to drink a cup of coffee or even be able to eat, take a shower, cook? And again, life as I knew it felt like it was over. And yeah, that might seem pretty dramatic, but in that moment, like that's what was taking place. But I have to tell you, I was also on the verge of getting sick and it was just a really tough season. And I was finishing up some projects and running into technical difficulty after technical difficulty. You know what? In hindsight, looking back at it, it was all of the stress. All of the buildup and the thoughts that I was having that was sabotaging me enjoying this moment. Me not being able to be present and take it little by little. And so, again, the vision I had of being a dog owner and the reality of what was happening was a huge mismatch. And taking a step back, getting through that third day was really key. At that point, I had maybe about 10% dog knowledge. 
So of course, what did I do? Like any of my wonderful, loving parents, we go to Dr. Google and we try to find the answers to fix the situation that we're in. So I started looking up different ways to help the dog get to calm. And, you know, as we've been watching and getting our fill of Caesar Milan, uh, one of the things I started learning was like, we need them to get to a calm surrender. And we want to be the calm, confident leader of the pack. Well, I wasn't feeling so confident at times because I wasn't sure, like, even what some of the dog communication. I was like, I know baby communication. I understand what babies, toddlers, children are saying. Like, what is this dog telling me? I don't understand barks. I was like, is there a secret language of barks? Because I need that. And so what was interesting was we were getting kind of frustrated with some of the behaviors and then putting him into his crate. And as we were doing that, like, I was like, oh, like, I don't know, like, this just doesn't feel good or feel right as a strategy. I was like, I teach parents be calm and confident, like lead with that calm confidence and teach your child what you expect. And I was like, I was not living it in that moment. So I think that's where there was a huge disconnect because it was living outside of my integrity. And so I started looking up and again, I found this video and I'm going to share the link below just in case you need a little bit of dog training advice. I appreciated what she said because I didn't know how stubborn beagles were. And what's interesting about my little beagle hound mix friend is that he's very stubborn. He's too smart for his own good. He has a little bit of separation anxiety. He has a fear of missing out on things, which is very similar to my children and the children that I cared for in my home daycare and daycare center. And so these are just some characteristics of very strong-willed children. I was like, great. God certainly has a sense of humor to just place these children and these dogs in my path. And so I watched the video. I learned how to help calm surrender. And there was something that she said. She said that sometimes beagles can be very stubborn and it could take at least 30 minutes. And as I was trying to help him calm surrender, and I was feeling sick that night, but I was like, I'm going to do this. It was a pivotal point for me, but I will share with you that it took 38 minutes. But I felt so confident and so excited in overcoming that fear. It was truly an opportunity to embrace the freedom that was on the other side. And by confronting that, it built my confidence even more, taking that kind of action. Because here's what was happening in that 38 minute. It started off okay, but right in the middle, the messy middle, which is what I talk about with parents when it comes to sleep coaching, when it comes to the parenting journey, that's usually when we start taking action. There's going to be resistance. There's going to be a power struggle. Our children are going to have something to say about it just like Scout had something to say about it. And all of a sudden, I could feel that I was not confident. So I had to dig in, take care of myself, and become confident in that moment. And as I did that, it was amazing to see how when I changed, then my, my little dog changed. And that energy shift like blew my mind yet again. Now, I see this with children all of the time when you show up and you're being a calm, confident leader. 
But it was something else to experience with a dog, and especially because I had been so afraid of dogs for so many years. And so it was pretty awesome that he did lay down and he did surrender. And it was a huge win for me because not a dog person, but I'm learning to be a dog mom. When I think about the big shift, like before we got Scout, we were a family of four. I was just a mom to two boys. I was a wife. That was my role and that was my identity that I knew and was comfortable with. All of a sudden, I'm a dog mom and I have this dog to take care of this other responsibility outside of myself in addition to being a mom and a wife. And so a lot of times we don't realize that our identity is shifting in different seasons of parenting. And so sometimes that could be overwhelming and keep us in fear if we don't realize it. And you might be wondering, well, what does fear have to do with sleep? And one of the things that we don't realize is that if we're holding on to fear, we're coming from a place of fear. It's going to rob us of those sweet dreams that we're desiring. That could be one of the things that's holding you back from getting that good sleep in your home. A lot of times we don't realize those things when we're in it. So I'm bringing this to light, talking about it in a way to hopefully give you a little bit of perspective. I think so many times when we bring home that newborn, we don't realize how much it rocks our world and how we've gone from this identity of being this person without a child. And now all of a sudden, I'm a parent. I am responsible for another human being. And after we get through that newborn season, and sometimes it takes us a little bit longer, there's no set time as to like when we make that adjustment, our identity continues to change and evolve because we become an parent of an infant, all of a sudden a parent of a toddler, parent of a preschooler, parent of a school-aged child, a parent of a teenager. And in every different parenting season, we have new challenges, new ways of learning to communicate, learn, and grow together. And so it's this continuous learning and growing process, and it's recognizing who we are as parents. And so it's this whole learning journey that is ahead of us. And so one of the fears that sometimes we have is that our identity is changing. And with that identity change comes this new, exciting, but also nerve-wracking journey. And I definitely was feeling that with adding Scout to our family. And so I'm just sharing this with you because... Maybe stepping into this new year, you're like, I don't know if I can confront my fears. And in 2023, right before it ended, I was confronting some of these big fears I had, really getting over some limiting beliefs that were holding me back and being able to take action. What we don't realize a lot in parenting journey or raising a dog, raising a human is that action is what's going to take us moving forward. And sometimes it's the smallest action. It is doing something and taking massive, imperfect action. And it continues to propel us moving forward. I'm super excited about stepping into 2024. And in the next episode, I'm going to share some tips and tricks that I've been learning that I teach by 
families, and I have been implementing with my little furry friend, Scout. I'd love to hear what you think about this. Have you ever had that experience where you're needing to confront some sort of fear? Leave it down in the comments below. And don't forget to send this to someone who needs to hear this today. Thanks for tuning into today's show. You can see all of the details and show notes below. And as you go out into your day, I hope that you'll make it your mission to be calm, confident, and rested as you lead today. Sweet dreams.